Tis the season to shine with H&M. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at hm.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm very excited today because my friend Kelly Brown is here. She is a published author. Her book is 101 Ways to Say Thank You. She has another book that's 101 Ways to Say Thank You for Kids and Teens. I love this book. I love Kelly Brown. I love this book because I think it is a resource. It's not a sit down and read cover to cover kind of book. But if you have someone who's getting married, what a great wedding gift for them. If you have a friend who's graduating, what a great gift for them. Um, It's something to just have on hand. Now, we talk about a lot more than just this book. We talk about gratitude in general. We talk about forgiveness. We talk about, you know, my credo, grace and gratitude. We talk about friends. We talk about our kids. We just talk about a lot. So, Kelly's a good, dear friend, and I'm super happy to have her today. I'm so happy to support her book, which you can buy at any major retailer like Amazon, Barnes & Noble, anywhere you buy books. You can check her out at Kelly Brown, that's brown with an E, dot net. That is her website, and uh, look for her future book about forgiveness. I am so proud of her, and I'm so happy to have this conversation. I hope you enjoy it, too, with me and Kelly Brown. You look beautiful all the time. Oh my gosh, Leanne. You do. And you know, you posted something on your Instagram of uh, an ad from you from a long time ago. And Isla was like, is that Kelly Brown? (laughs) She's amazing. I'm like, she's amazing now. But I see what you're saying. When we're all younger, we are like, really? It was only five years ago. That was only five years ago? Yeah, that was... um, Your hair was a different color though. Well... I'm getting gray. Oh, <laughs> so girl. highlighting it. Yeah. Come sit with me. I've been gray. Are you taping this now? I yeah. Was... Oh, oh my God. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, so yeah. So that picture was taken at a Barnes and Noble event on the Upper East Side. Like, um, yeah. And then everything changed. It was just a crazy time. So I was very excited to have that picture. Oh, it was Actually, a great picture. Yeah. It was Very a great excited. picture. You look yeah. beautiful. Thank Why you were you so at much. an event for Barnes and Noble? Well, because the um, the previous edition of this book came mm-hmm. out, and so they had me come in for a, um, a an event up there and sign some books across New York mm. and Washington D.C. And um, the kids' book had come out at that time as well. 
Okay. Yeah. Right. So, so uh, we're here to talk about your book. Yes. 101 Ways to Say Thank You. Notes of Gratitude yes. for Every Occasion. Yes. Thank you so much. I'm so proud to know you just because I'm proud to know you and who you are. Thank but I'm you. also proud to know a published author. Oh, my gosh. That's kind of, that's amazing. Thank you so much. Yeah. Well, you know, it, I, the way this really started was, do you want me to tell you that? Yeah, story? go okay. for it. So the way this started was um, I wanted to be a writer. My background's the entertainment industry. And I thought, what could I write that um, people really need in their lives? And so I had gotten married and I had written all my thank you notes on the computer mm -hmm. because every time I um, would make a mistake, I would then have to tear up the stationery and I couldn't really collect my thoughts in the same way that I could if I wrote out a draft first. Mm -hmm. And also like we didn't have any money. Mm -hmm. And when you, when you buy nice stationery and then you're ripping it up, you, you feel really bad. I felt really badly about it. Mm -hmm. And I also wanted to take the time to thank the people that had gone to the store because, you know, several years ago we didn't have Amazon. Right. Right. So we weren't just clicking and, and sending, we were physically going to the department store mm -hmm wrapping things and, and shipping it. And so I had the mindfulness of the fact that people were taking time out of their lives to go buy me something and, and spend money and maybe money they didn't have, but that they wanted it to be nice for a bride. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, um, people started calling my husband and thanking him for my note. Oh, and I thought, Oh my gosh, like, you know, I think maybe this is something that's really valuable for others, and that is gratitude mm -hmm. and um, how powerful a thank you note really is. Mm -hmm. So I put it together and um, I've sold it to um, the publisher and, you know, the rest is history. This is now the third edition and the kids book has been really successful as well and I'm really, really proud of this new edition that's out because it it has new chapters and it's really inclusive and um, it also includes like all the digital technology and different ways you can thank people and things like that. I'm just going to keep talking. Yeah, that's what yeah. you're supposed to do. <laughs> I mean, it's just like- You're supposed to keep I talking. Know. Well, I'm really proud of it. You should be. Yeah, I'm proud of it. Yeah. It is an all-encompassing uh, guide- for saying thank you. And, you know, it's amazing when you see kids these days, how many kids don't say, just say thank you. You know, right. when you hand them something they've asked for or something to give them and they don't even just say thank you, just to say the words thank you in return right. is kind of leaving our society, I feel like. And thank you cards are definitely becoming a lost art. Yes. Um, and... I think your 101 ways to say thank you for kids and teens mm -hmm. is I, I think I, I genuinely think every single kid should be given that book. Oh, thank you. Really, because yeah. they need to know how to properly express gratitude. Right. Um, and to have some etiquette. I think part of what's happening today, this is a bigger, much bigger conversation than your book. But I think we've lost 
some of these kind of like benchmark etiquette pieces, like when someone gives you a gift, you write a thank you card. And it makes things so relaxed that we lose touch with something really essential in life, which is gratitude. Right. Right. And I think a lot of um, kind of etiquette and not even completely etiquette, a lot of kind of rituals maybe or or, um, rites of passage even have sort of gone to the wayside and and you forget, you you lose touch with your higher self, with your heart, with your compassion, with and and something as simple as writing a thank you note um, can get you back in touch with the Lord or your spirit or universe or whatever it is, because you have to sit and reflect on what you've received. Correct. You know, right. So like. So you've, you've, you've brought up so many great points. Um, (laughs) truly like number one, I think our children are living in a world where it's instant gratification, Mm -hmm. right? So we can go to Amazon, back to Amazon, and we can order something that arrives a few hours later Mm -hmm. and there's no concept of what does that cost? Mm -hmm. You know, what, like there's a thousand choices and we're, we're really losing the thought of like how hard do you have to work or your parents have to work or whatever to earn a dollar. Mm-hmm. Right. So I would save up in my life, you know, to buy, you know, makeup from Avon or, mm-hmm. you know, go to the store and buy a candy bar You know, things have really changed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that when kids are on social media and they're comparing themselves to other kids, they are forgetting about the blessings that they have. They're mm-hmm. forgetting about the fact that, oh, I have a roof over my head and I have food to eat. And I think when they have to stop and and write that thank you note and say, um, thank you so much, grandma. I so appreciate the fact that you thought of me mm-hmm. and the impact that that makes on the person that receives it. Mm-hmm. So, and then you talk about etiquette, right? Well, etiquette, I think for a lot of people seems unreachable. It's like, oh, etiquette, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like a- Or antiquated. Right. Or fancy. Old-fashioned. Right. Fancy. Mm -hmm. It seems like it's a fancy word that is for people that are not me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Uh Uh-huh. And really etiquette is about the right way to do something. Mm -hmm. And that is to- be mindfully aware of respect and kindness, like how we treat each other, Mm -hmm. how we say, please, thank you. I'm sorry. I forgive you. You know, just how we function in a civilized way Mm -hmm. and, um, are respectful. And I think that that's really like, you know, what you're talking about, like, thank you, God, you know, being, being thoughtful for, our life, our breath, you know, every single solitary thing that we have. Mm-hmm. And it's not fancy to write on a piece of paper, thank you so much for thinking of me and mailing it or mm-hmm. sending it by email or for a, a job interview or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It just, it raises like your um, vibrations, mm-hmm. right? You don't like, you feel good when, yeah. like when, when I, when I came in and I said, Oh, Leanne, I've got a book for you or, or whatever, or a candle or whatever it is. You're like filled with joy. Yes. Honestly, because yeah. it's like, oh, she thought of me. Uh-huh. And I really, you know, 
Yes. Well, it yeah. deepens your connection with the person yes. you wrote the thank you card to. Definitely. Right? Because Definitely. they thought it's your birthday. Everybody gets presents on their right. birthday. So, but what happens when you receive a thank you card for a gift you would have given anyway, mm-hmm. is that your connection with that person gets deeper. You you have a different honor system somehow. Right. And you feel it. you feel it right here. You do. You feel yeah. it in your soul. It's a really powerful feeling. And, right. you know, writing a thank you card, I think a lot of kids um, think of it as a burden. Mm-hmm. But I think they approach it sideways. I think you have to make them excited about the stationery, the pen. Right. And the let them quiet moment. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And let that be also an expression of who they are. It sounds really silly, maybe, and simple to some people. But actually... The silly, simple pieces are what all the big pieces are built on. A thousand percent. Yeah. Right. So I always refer to that feeling as like a a magical feeling that's contagious. Mm. Because when you do something nice for someone else and they thank you with cookies or whatever it is, they pass on that spirit Mm -hmm. to someone else. Mm -hmm. It makes you feel good. It changes your energy for that day. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. You know, especially like when you're, when you're maybe feeling low, oh my gosh, that person thought of me. Oh, that really just lifted me up. Mm -hmm. And anyway, that's how I am. Um, and I just try to be like that with my kids who don't always listen to me. Well, like, who's I'm still, do? I'm still who's standing do? there saying, Ava, you've <laughs> got to write the thank you. And I know, mom. <laughs> so I'll just, I have a box. We've talked about it before. I have a box called like a thank you box just for her. And I have stationery in it and pens. And um, I just set it right down there and say, girl, you know, you have to do this. Right, right. And And she does it. And she feels good when she's done, doesn't she? I think she feels very proud of herself. Yeah. And I know my older daughter, she um, she definitely has gotten very savvy with how she's writing it because mm. she knows that when when somebody reads it, it's it makes an impact, right? Sure. So when you get a thank you note in your mailbox, it's like um, even the, the choice of your pen, like as you were saying, and... Like the post office has thank you postage stamps, actually. Oh, they that do? are beautiful with gold and script. They're really pretty. Mm. And, um, you know, it just, it keeps those gifts on, the, the, gifts, the gifts keep coming mm-hmm. when you um, harness that gratitude in your life, I believe. I completely believe it. Yeah. Um, I start every single day with a thank you. I pray every morning when I wake up. And I say the Lord's Prayer every night when I go to bed because I feel like the Lord's Prayer is like, it's a prayer that's said by the most people on this planet, right? Right. It's the one, I think, I think maybe, maybe I'm wrong about that, but in my brain, I believe it's one collective prayer that is shared by the most number of people on this planet. Right. So for me, the good night, I don't want to, uh, I, I don't want to start making lists or worrying at night. I just want to to connect with something higher. Mm-hmm. But I start my morning with gratitude. I wake up and say, thank you so much for my health. Thank you for my family. Thank you for this beautiful day. Sometimes it's just thank you for this beautiful day and I'm already hit the ground running. But I don't put my feet on the floor without saying thank you because, wow, what a what a gift we have. Of, yes. Of being just being healthy. 
Right. You know? And of your exactly end of your breath. And when you start your day like that of being mindful, then it really sets the tone of what the intention is. And when you're grateful, like I think that then you approach difficulties differently. Mm. And the things that um, you know, may have bothered you looking at looking at things with, through a different microscope, let's say. You know, you look at you look at things now with, oh, gosh, I feel so lucky that the sun is shining and that I can breathe and that I'm healthy and that my kids are OK. They mm-hmm. might drive me crazy. Yeah. But, you know, they're minding themselves and they know I love them. You know yeah. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it really you really is really critical as you know, to do that. Yeah, to set it is. that intention every day. And to set that example for your kids, you know, right. to set the example of, because I tell my kids don't see me pray. They don't see me wake up in the morning and say, thank you. But I, t- I talk to them about it. I did. Yeah. And, you know, I think we've talked about this maybe mm-hmm. on the last podcast where every night when we have dinner, we say, what was your favorite part of your day? Least right. favorite part of your day. And what are you grateful for every day? I want to know what they're grateful for. And I challenge them to find the littlest thing, you know, being grateful for your brand new car is super easy, (laughs) but being grateful for the smile your friend gave you when you walked out of the bathroom and just passed each other in the hallway, which is the most important. Yeah. Yeah. But to be able to market, you know, by, by identifying one thing every day in a public way, you know, it's different when you write it in a journal too. That's very private. Nothing Mm -hmm. wrong with that, but it is, it is a different marking when you can say it to your family. You're making it part of the fabric of their lives is what you're doing. Yes. Yes. That would be my intention is yeah. to make them have some moment every day where they stop and mark a moment they're grateful for. Right. And so what you're doing is you're pulling in that spiritual aspect of being greater to a higher power for whatever that looks like. Mm-hmm. And all of the choices and decisions that you make are so important because it reflects that spirit of gratitude, mm-hmm. I think. Oh, I do too. So yeah, that's that's wonderful, Leanne. I love that ritual. Yeah. I started it really when the kids were really young because I have always been, you know, my nickname in high school was CIA. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> I've always been a detective oh. of sorts <laughs> and I keep everybody's secrets. I don't tell anybody's that's secrets. so funny. And I'm very investigative in my brain. So when they were little and we started our new school here in the Valley, I thought, how do I have a neutral conversation that happens every day where I can get some covert information? Oh, right. And so I was like, least favorite part of your day is what I'm interested in. Um, Favorite part of your day, I'm I'm interested in all of it. But the least favorite part of my day is going to give me some flags. If something bad's going on, if some teacher's doing something stinky, if some friend is bullying you, if you're... You know, you're not eating your lunch anymore. That's where I'm going to find out. That was why I started it. And then I was like, well, I gratitude is so important to me. I'm just going to add that so that we end the conversation with something really, really enriching and right. positive. Right. So that it doesn't seem like I'm being CIA. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> so that's so I'm funny. a criminal mind. How do I get them to do what I want them to do and have no suspicion? No, but it's just true because when they get into the car or you walk them home or whatever, and you're saying, well, tell me what happened today. Yeah. 
And then it becomes like, I'm not telling you, mom, because then you're going to go complain. Yeah. You know, you're going to do something. So that's very smart. I am going to do that myself. Yeah. Right. With your grandkids or with your kids, the last little bit they're home. Um, It still works today. I'm amazed at at some of the stuff I find out. You know, my older daughter has become very kind of private in her life these last year or so of being a teenager. But every once in a while, something comes up in that least favorite part of your day that spawns a conversation later. Right. That's important. But, you know, like at this age, I feel like they're trying to also become adults themselves. Yes. And navigate their lives. And I mean, it's ha- it happens with me as well with my daughter, you know, Ava. And, yep. um, you know, I, it makes me feel like I'm being left behind, quite frankly, yeah. when they don't share as much. Uh-huh. And um, I, I definitely, I'm sure you feel the same way. I'm struggling with that transition of teenager to young woman, young adult and going off to college for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. So, you know, all of these, you know, beautiful things that we think we're laying down for them you know, I hope they take with them as they go off into the world. They do. Yeah, they do. So it may not be to the um, intensity or the percentage that you would like them to be, but it's there. My mother-in-law would always tell me, just don't stop saying it. Right. You know, just keep saying it. They get it. And to what degree they get it, but they get it. It's in there. Um, And I believe that. And, you know, to be honest with you, um, having kids is fascinating because you have to really have no ego, right? You can't have any ego. You have to only want that little flower to grow into whatever that flower is supposed to be. I have a rose and a daisy and you don't feed the daisy right. the same food you feed the rose this you don't true, you right? don't prune daisies right because they're you, both so different right? they're completely different mm-hmm. and I, you can't possibly yes they both need sun they both need water they both need weather but you don't prune daisies you prune roses you don't you know you have to treat them so differently and i think it's some you have you just can't have any ego about what one absorbs from you that the other one doesn't perhaps. Right. There's a lot of times in my brain, I go, why can't you just do what I say? (laughs) Yeah. Because I, I am 52. I've been in therapy for years. I definitely am very self-actualized. I know myself very well and I know what's happening in your world. George brought a problem to me recently and I said, you know, you've been repeating this cycle since preschool. Hmm. Let me explain the cycle to you. And I watched her face be like super fascinated and impressed and absolutely horrified at the same time. Like, right. I can't believe my mom knows me. I really do have no secrets, but I have all I, I have. I'm super excited that my mom knows me. You know, both of these for sure. Time. Yes. Definitely. I just explained here was the cycle in preschool. Remember? And then here's the cycle showed up again with this group of girls, remember? Mm-hmm. And here's the cycle that happened in middle school. Remember? Same cycle, same right. exact. And she just goes, oh, my God. Right. And sometimes you wish she'd take that fertilizer. Definitely. And let it grow her daisy a little bit broader. Mm-hmm. But if she's not going to do that, that's her path. I can't really, 
interrupt right. her path. It is not right. my business to interrupt her path. Nor can we step in and save them every time we want to. No. It's very, very difficult. I completely agree. Yeah. Especially like when we're walking in with like such a wealth of life experience as well. And we've seen that situation 10,000 times before mm-hmm. and they just... I don't, I don't know so much if they don't regard our experience, but since you're their mother, they think that you've never, you've never had those shared experiences. And anyway, George is an awesome girl. Well, she is. So is Isla. And so is Ava. And so is Greta. They're great kids. Yes. Thank you. Um, And I think we've done a good job, quite frankly. Oh, I think I'm super proud of myself. Yeah, I am too. Um. And you should be. Ava's a lovely, lovely human being. She's just a good person. Um, Oh, thank you so much. A lovely person. I know uh, George and I were talking about who she's going to be friends with like forever. And she was like, Ava's going to be one of the friends. We're going to go our separate ways and then we're going to come back together and it will be like we never left. And then we'll hang out and then we'll go. Ava loves her. And live our lives and then we'll come back. She was like, I don't think we'll end up in the same (laughs) college and the same like that. Right. But we'll keep showing up together uh, that will make Ava so happy to hear and I was like yeah that's yeah. that's the best friends is the ones that you don't have to line up with exactly right you don't need to be in total alignment right to still have a very deep connection that's right and I think that when they are looking at each other that way with so much joy yeah. and honor and respect then you know that we've done a good job yes true so yeah, so I'm uh, going to miss them. I know. So I think what go. you're saying is they should write us a thank you note. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I I think to myself, like, what's going to happen when they go off to college? Are they going to be thinking about, you know, being mindful of, of um, continuing to say thank you and please and send off thank you notes? So one of the things that I put in this book is... Um, you know, thank you notes don't have to just be sent on pen and paper. Mm-hmm. They can also be, there's a lot of digital apps like mm-hmm. Ink and Sincerely. There's a, so many apps that you can use. Just upload a photo and you can do it right from your iPhone or your awesome. or your dev- digital device or iPad or whatever. That's awesome. And so there's really no excuse no, none at all. No, there's not. So, and I think quite frankly, using those digital apps are such a great idea because, um, you can send a postcard mm-hmm. and you've got yourself with the item that the person gave you or mm-hmm. just because or whatever it is. And then it becomes even more of a coveted treasure, I think. Mm-hmm. So the thing with the handwritten note is that it's your handwriting. Yes. It's your spirit. Yes. And people treasure the written word. I so, agree. You know, however you you choose to do it, it's it's really um it's really really important to keep those blessings coming. I'm trying to think about what else is in this new book oh, that you I got would it. like. Okay. I got some stuff. Um this is going to be probably really out of order, but these are the things that I liked. I love that you have international thank you note kind of etiquette, I guess. Mm-hmm. I love that because I went to Vietnam with my friend Sandy and I wrote a thank you note to her friend who was our kind of our tour guide and host. And I thought how amazing it is to just have, I I didn't have your book. Could have opened the book and went, well now Vietnam, let's see. Cause you have a list of 
I saw it on the digital version. So right. Just so got my hands. So on those there copper. is the international ways of saying thank you in multiple different countries, as yes. well as um, how to send correspondence to different countries, like through the U.S. Post Office. Yes. How to address the envelopes because it's different in yes. different countries and. Um, and you had an example of that for different, yes. for very, um, I'm right. sure most of the most written to countries. Right. Um, and the very uh, helpful. Yeah. Thank you. I thought that was a good idea. Um, so the other thing is um, there is a lot of love in the love chapter. Oh, yeah. And I think, yeah. And I think that people forget to say, you know, how much they appreciate you as a partner or as your wife or boyfriend or whatever it is. Um, and I think it's really important to leave those little love notes behind, whether it's a post-it note on um, the mirror mm -hmm. or just a text or whatever. So I put a lot of good ideas in there of things that I would like to get. <laughs> you know, just saying. I love it. But, um, you know, I think that, Love and gratitude go hand in hand. Of course, yes. Yeah, and um, the the other thing is just like you know we have Mother's Day coming up, and mothers come in all different shapes and sizes as well. Like we, our tribe isn't just our blood relatives. Completely, you know, our tribe and the people that we love are the people that we choose, mm -hmm. the people we have that like connection with. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think that if there's someone in your life that is like a family figure to you, like a mother, father, aunt, whatever, it's also important to let them know. Not You don't want to wait till someone's gone. No, of course not. And then no. say, oh, I should have said something. Mm -hmm. You know, For I sure. should have, or, or wait till they're, you know, leaving us. Mm -hmm. And then you say it, N do it now. Well, it deepens the connection yes. again. It yeah. deepens the, it's, it's a, I think you should walk around in your life. This is my opinion in, in a state of give, right? Yes. How can I give? How can I give my time, my, um, courtesy? Mm -hmm. How can I give to people? Because if you're concerned with giving, and then Kelly's concerned with giving that I'm going to be getting because you're giving. True. So the getting is just built in. Oh, I got the chills. If yes. Everybody gives. Yes. Then everybody gets. Right. So if that's your focus, then when you look at your grandmother, who you maybe haven't given any of that kind of gratitude to lately, if you if you're in the mode of give, it mm -hmm. comes more naturally. Do you go? You know, I'm going to sit down and give her some gratitude. Which she would completely treasure. A hundred percent, yeah. And it would change her day. It would. And I think that this is, you know, if anything comes out of what you and I are saying right now, mm -hmm. it's definitely stop and tell the people in your life how much you love and adore them. Yes, for sure. Don't wait for a holiday. Don't wait till something bad happens. Do it. I'm going to cry now. <laughs> because it's really, it's really important. I love Tyler Henry. He's the Hollywood medium. Oh, I love that guy. Love we are watching his show. Yeah. Island are obsessed. Yeah. He gave Ava and I a reading one time. He did? Yeah, he did. No. And he, he was, oh, you know, I've learned so much from him. And he is a precious soul. Yes. He is very, very special. Precious is like, yes. he's precious. Yes. And he, 
and he uh, mentioned in his new show, we're just walking each other home. Aww. And it's like being, look at, you know, we only have so much time with each other. Totally. And loving each other and being kind is the greatest gift that we can leave behind. Absolutely. So people remember us that way. Absolutely. We don't want to be turning around and saying, oh, I'm so sorry that I, I didn't do right by you. I'm so sorry I was rude or I did this or I did that. And we all have really bad days. You of know, course. we all have difficult moments that we have to get through and change us, hopefully for the better. Mm-hmm. But um, it all comes back to gratitude, mm-hmm. you know, and. And perfect is the evil of good. Yes. Right. Right. Trying to be perfect or expecting yourself to be perfectly grateful or perfectly mm-hmm. kind or perfectly sincere at all times is crazy. I agree. You just need to be good. That's right. all. Just be good. Right. Today's episode of Wife of the Party is brought to you by ShipStation. I know you've heard me talk about ShipStation a lot because we really do use ShipStation. We use it for our online store at berberbert.com or wifeotp.com. Anything that gets shipped from this house, business or not, goes through ShipStation. It's so easy to use. It saves you a trip to the post office. It is so intuitive in how you function in their website. It can also track inventory for you. It can track some sales for you. It can do, it can almost make you a cup of coffee. It's pretty awesome. Uh, we've used ShipStation for years and we have loved it for years. So if you have postage needs, definitely check out ShipStation. You can save time. You can save money. Uh, they can also save your sanity because who wants to go to the post office? Not me. Um, I don't. I don't like going to the post office. So I don't know. I think ShipStation is just brilliant and we use it all the time. Ship more in less time with ShipStation. Use my offer code WIFE to get a 60-day free trial. That's two months free of no hassle, stress-free shipping. Just go to ShipStation.com, click on the microphone at the top of the page, and type in WIFE. ShipStation makes ship happen. This episode is also brought to you by Daily Harvest. Okay. I was so excited when they asked me if they could sponsor this podcast because I've always wanted to try this product, Daily Harvest, and I just never have, and I don't know why. So now if you felt that way, here's an opportunity for you to try it too. I love Daily Harvest. I had a smoothie, and they send you uh, like in a cup, a reusable paper cup, everything you need for the smoothie except the liquid. So oat milk, almond milk, Soy milk, milk milk. You just dump the contents of that cup into the blender, dump the appropriate amount of liquid you provide in the blender, blend, pour it back in the cup they provided. The lid even has a spot for a straw. I mean, could it be any easier? They also have side dishes for your dinner. All you got to do is pull out all this fresh vegetables that have been frozen, ready to go. Takes the guesswork out of what's for dinner, what's for snack, what's for breakfast, what's for lunch, what's for dinner. They have snack bites. They have flatbreads. They have bowls. Oh my God, I have a bowl of soup I haven't tried yet because I'm saving it for this weekend. So I'll let you know how, how that one is. The smoothies are amazing. I had some like I think they're called tasty bites. They're little nibble bites that you can just have as a snack. They were so good. Everything is fresh. Um, 
everything is organic, which is really great. Everything's built on organic fruits and vegetables. So if you're looking for healthy options, again, for soups, for snacks, for smoothies, lattes, uh, soup bowls, harvest bowls, this is a great place to start. My kids were super excited about this too because they they love, well, Georgia loves smoothies. So she's already she's already taken the like chocolate mint smoothie. So I didn't get to try that one. I hope I hope I get that one again because she stole it from me and she loved it. Avoid the takeout temptation and get Daily Harvest. Go to dailyharvest.com slash wife to get up to $40 off your first box. Wow, that's awesome. That's dailyharvest.com slash wife for up to $40 off your first box. Dailyharvest.com slash wife. Also, that circle of friends around you is also really important Mm -hmm. because my mom would always say, you're known by the company you keep. Absolutely. You know, and if you're afraid to walk away from people that don't treat you with gratitude, kindness, respect, and um, they're really not worth your time. No, I agree. Family member or not. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like if if you're not being loved and honored in the way that you should be, you really need to stop and think about that, mm-hmm. you know, because. Just as, as you said, you wake up every morning and you thank God or a higher power for your life before you put your feet on the floor. I do. And everything starts with you. Mm-hmm. So if the people around you aren't loving you and honoring you, they're not, it's, they're not worth having in your life. Well, Does that y- make sense? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So it's like um, – when you're surviving a situation or you're on an airplane, you've got to put on your oxygen first. Mm-hmm. You got to start with the gratitude right? you start you start the day mm-hmm. before you can help anyone else. Mm-hmm. So I always like go back to that because we, especially as mothers, we forget to take care of ourselves. Absolutely. That's for sure. It's something I was thinking of when you were talking. Someone feels like they're off in a ditch. Their life is a mess. They They'd have no control over anything. If you just start writing thank you notes, <laughs> oh yeah, I think all of a sudden things stop spinning. You can get a hold of yourself. That's a really good idea. If you just sit down with a pad and pen, I mean, even if you're off in a, a ditch to the point where you can't even afford a box of stationery, mm-hmm. which I have been before when I lived in New York. Sure. I used to buy a $5 tin of spaghetti and eat it for five days because I did not have money. I completely know what it's like to not have. I mean, obviously people have had it worse than me for sure. sure. But we all do too. To be struggling and to be broke and to not have the freedom to walk to Barnes and Noble and buy the fanciest box of cards on the planet. And you can sit down with a pen and paper and just start saying thank you. And I telling you, thank you. Thank you. Okay. Big idea. Thank you is the key to forgiveness. Yes. Which is the next book I'm writing. Is it? Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. What's the next book you're writing? Well, I don't want to interrupt your amazing train of thought. Oh, no, no, no. Interrupt away. But yeah, so that's that's the book I'm working on right now. Um, And About forgiveness? Yes. No way. So it's it's funny because I'm actually in the middle of chapter five, which is about family forgiveness. And, really? And so I'm really struggling. Girl, <laughs> you and I can have and a I'm conversation. Like, <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, well, I don't have to write that today because I'm going to go work with Leanne. <laughs> and so, yeah, it's very, it's very, very hard to um, 
walk that road of forgiveness. And, you know, I think that, I think that when you've been harmed Mm -hmm. and you've suffered a loss, it's, I know we're going into a different area, but like, that's okay. It's really, um, difficult to get over something, especially if a parent has hurt you, Mm -hmm. you know, um, again, I'm going to cry. Um, we have tissues. Or, yeah. Or like if you've been betrayed by a family member or you've suffered of your child's been injured, which that's happened to me. Like, um, how do you move past the pain? You know, how do you yeah. do it? How do you, how do you say I like, is forgiveness a free pass? Oh you no. Know, like, those are, those are separate. Yeah. Oh no, no, no. I don't think forgiveness is a free pass. I think for one, you can't forgive until you have felt the pain. Yeah. You have to feel the pain. And then even this is how my brain works. I don't know if everybody else's brain works this way, but my brain goes, okay, you get to feel the pain until like Thursday or whatever mm-hmm. arbitrary for six months or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And at that point you need to start making different choices. So indulge in it, go deep, go hard in the paint, feel terrible. But on Thursday you need to figure out what was the gift in the pain And if you can identify the gift, because there is always a gift, even in the most horrific things, if you really trust God and you try and figure it out, you can find one little morsel of gift. And that's where you start. Your forgiveness is because you can't have forgiveness without gratitude. So you have to find the gift in the pain. Mm -hmm. You know, I think so. The lesson, right? What is the gift of this lesson? The gift is... This happened to me and I get to have a different perspective on who I am. I get to make a different choice about my path in life and look what that could lead me to. That's Mm -hmm. a gift. I would never wish anybody to have pain or to be injured or traumatized by anybody. But if something like that happens and you can't change that event, then you have no choice. But in my opinion, you have no choice but to Find the gift so you can start just like pouring gratitude all over it. Because when I started, when I hit a wall with my mom, where I I started, several things happened with healing from my relationship with my mom. One of them was at at a young age in my early 20s, I went, you don't get to blame her anymore. The choices you make are yours. Mm -hmm. Now, before this, when you were a child, the choices you were making were because of how she raised you. Mm-hmm. But you're an adult now, so that's over. Right. You have to be accountable for every choice you make and not blame your mistakes on her. Exactly. That's not fair. it's an excuse. It is. Right. And it's not, it's actually not fair to her, the person who probably did the most damage in my life. To be honest, that's, that's, if I blamed her for all of my current misgivings, then that's an inaccurate a picture of her. So then that doesn't allow me to forgive her because I've now painted this much worse picture than is accurate. Mm-hmm. So once I started taking accountability, nope, from here on, I'm the grown up. And if I lie to somebody, I've chosen that, even though that's what was modeled for me my whole life. Right. You don't get that pass anymore. That was the first step for me forgiving my mom was for me taking responsibility 
for the bad things I had taken mm-hmm. that she right. had given me. And then a little later on, someone said to me, um, you're holding on to so much anger that you have to get this anger out. And the only way you can do that is to say thank you. So you really need to sit down with yourself and figure out what she gave you that you're grateful for. My mother's beautiful physically. My mother is never meets a stranger. Happiest, nicest person you've ever met when you first meet her. Mm-hmm. Charming, charismatic, fun, funny, sort of adventureful. I am all of those things. Yes, you're amazing. I am yeah. all of those things. And gorgeous, yes. But that came from yeah. her. Right. So until I could say thank you for those and separate mm-hmm. the the things that I was um, blaming her for or that I was traumatized by, I could never accept myself fully. And I could never let her go. It kept us all right. bound together. Right. So like an electrical cord around you. 100%. Right? Energetic cord. Yeah. But saying thank you goes, I accept the gift. Thank you. And I'll pass on the rest. Right. But until I could say thank you, I couldn't pass on the rest. No, it's such a great way to to look at it. I think, um, like, I think people have such a difficult time with with the things that are like, you know, death or someone that's been murdered right. or, you know, serious physical trauma from a stranger mm-hmm. or whatever. And um, I think that you're right. I think that you have to choose at a, at a certain point in your journey to stop and say, Am I going to continue to allow this to control my thoughts and decisions that are then going to affect my health? Yes. And make me physically sick. Absolutely. And I I remember like I had gone through so much and um I you know you stop working out, mm-hmm. you stop taking care of yourself mm-hmm. and everyone says, "Oh, you got to take care of yourself even though you're in the doing uh, taking care of everybody else." And I just couldn't even function. Mhm. And I remember I was running on the treadmill, making myself, and I just started crying. And I thought to myself, I had stopped breathing. Mm. And you know how it is. Mm -hmm. You you get bad news, and the first thing you do is... (gasps) You cut off your breath, yeah. Yeah. And so um, I remember running, and I thought to myself, I have to think about my children Mm -hmm. and how I'm going to function as a parent. Mm -hmm. I can't walk around sad all day long. Right. I can't do it. And I thought, okay, well, I cried all morning. I'm going to stop. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to breathe. Yeah. And so I just did it a little bit at a time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think that especially like when you've lost someone you love, there's going to be moments where you burst into tears. Of course. I'm sorry. That's just the way it is. Good. It's being good. Not being perfect. Yeah. Just be good. Right. And um, I think that just not indulging and wallowing in the sorrow for the rest of your life and using these, these crimes against you as, um, you know, watering your scars and you've choose your life. Yes. And you're right. Like it, I definitely from all these experiences, like look at each day and say, Oh, how beautiful it is today. Look at all the poppies in California. Uh huh. You know, like we're look at, we're surrounded by flowers now, like poppies as a matter yes. of fact. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. So it's like, you know, you choose. Absolutely. You choose every single solitary day. Yep. How you're going to respond to that lady in the grocery store mm-hmm. 
or how you're going to respond to your child or to yourself. Yes, that's right. To yourself. To yourself is the most important thing because we're typically pretty punitive on self. That's that's usually most people's modus operandi is mm-hmm. being punitive. And I, it, it just doesn't get you far. Right. It doesn't get you far. It may get you to the gym in the moment, but then you've beat yourself up the whole night because you ended up eating too much because you were mad at yourself because you went to the gym. So yes. instead of just... You know, my friend, who's so funny, Reiki master used to say, treat yourself like you would treat your five-year-old self. A hundred percent. Would you ever say to your five-year-old self, what yes. a loser? Right. You would never say that. This is so important to remember. Yeah. Because especially if like you didn't get that role modeling from a parent. Right. You have to step in and do it for yourself now. Completely. Yep. Yeah. And like, you know, I think putting on the oxygen, saying thank you, like eating healthy, making, taking 20 minutes to just go for a walk Mm -hmm. and reconnect, Mm -hmm. you know, really, and be grateful for the blessings that you have. Be grateful that you can touch that tree and reconnect yourself Mm -hmm. and whatever it is. Like, I'm definitely, yes, I've been through a lot, but I am now in a better life position, I think, Mm -hmm. because I feel more Grateful. Grateful. Gratitude does something else for you, I think. Gratitude immediately grounds you. Yes. You're immediately ground. If you're feeling anxiety, if you're having an anxiety attack, if you are uh, late, I I get frenetic. Mm -hmm. My energy gets very frenetic when I get really stressed or busy. Sure. If I just stop and become aware of what I'm grateful for, I am grounded immediately. Yes. Immediately. This is actually a trick for a post-traumatic stress disorder. Is it really? Yes. Is, um, especially with children, uh, you, this is what Ava and I learned. Um, you touch something, Mm -hmm. you know, you feel something to bring you back into the present moment Mm -hmm. and you start thinking about what you love, Mm. what you are grateful for in your life. Um, There's other things you can do like eating a piece of chocolate or petting your dog or Mm -hmm. petting your cat. Mm -hmm. Like all these things that are alive, that are real, bring you back into the present moment of I'm living, I'm alive, I'm okay. Mm -hmm. What I'm being stressed about or having an anxiety attack about or panic attack, it's not happening right now. Yes, I have a lot of things to do. Sure. But like my my sister, for instance, will write everything down on a list and say, okay, well, I can't do it all today. Yeah. But I'm going to take, I'm going to do two things on that list. Yeah. And I'm going to do the rest tomorrow. Yeah. Or the next day. Yeah. I'll get it done. Mm -hmm. But um. You know, uh, it's just, it doesn't do any good to harness all of that crazy energy and then make yourself sick. Make yourself sick. And then you're eating the donuts. There you go. Right, and the ice cream. And then you're not going to the gym. Yeah. You know, you get into this crazy cycle. Yeah. So I, I really love the fact that you start each day that way. I do. I think it's so fantastic. I really do. Um, you know what I'm going to do? It makes just, me go like I'm going to I'm going to do it like and I'll, every day. Yeah. My yeah. eyes open. Yeah. I sit there for a minute. I look at the clock. What time is it? I've been waking up right before my alarm for the past couple months. And then I I say what I'm grateful for. And then I get up every now if I have to pee in the middle of the night or something, I don't. But this is when I start my day. Like when my That's day so is starting. Smart. 
That's what I started with. I am going to challenge myself. I am going to write a thank you card a day. Okay. For the month of April. Okay. Uh, I know it's like April, like, hey, you know what? A couple days into April. What? We should challenge everybody and do like a 30 day challenge and do a giveaway if you want. Oh, that's a great idea. So if people post their um, thank yous and tag us. Yeah. We could do a giveaway. So how many how many books should we give away? Like five? What whatever you think. You think. Whatever, whatever you think. Whatever you okay. think. Let's do it. All right. Let's do it. We're on. Well, I'm going to go. I have so much stationery too. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to write a handwritten thank you card for the month of April. And then I know it'll be done because for me to go 30 days, I'll forget it and it'll be May 5th and I'll be all. Right. So the end of April. But it's a great way to start the season of um, spring, new beginnings. Yeah. And um, the other thing I, I think is really important is to put maybe things we're grateful for in the form of post-it notes on our bathroom mirrors for our children. Oh, that's good. So that's that's another thing I think we should do is I think that's start really good. post-it notes around. That's really I'm good. grateful for you, Ava. Or, you know what I mean? Yes. Like, you're so beautiful or, you know, like... I'm grateful for your kind spirit. Yes. Yes. Like that. Yes. Well, my husband, before he got so busy, used to send me thank you postcards from the road. He's got, he did it quite a lot. Um, He's gotten so busy now and and there he's living on a tour bus, whereas before he was in hotels where he had access to postcards a little more readily. But I always just appreciated it so much because just getting that in the mail saying, I love you and I appreciate you. I'm like, buddy, I'll carry fire through mud for you at this Aww. point. <laughs> All you got to do is say thank you. And I am Aww. on your team forever. <laughs> that is so sweet. He's very sweet guy. Yeah. He's very Another thing I like about your book. I love your happily ever hey. after anniversary gifts. Aww. I am always looking for this list. Yes. Right. Because we never know what to do. I never know what to buy for people's like one year, five year. 20 year anniversary and you have a traditional and a modern list. And I love it. I know that that's not necessarily about thank you, but right. I love that information. Right. And also thank you. And also, um, it celebrates life. Yes, it does. It celebrates your love, right? Your commitment, right? Your connection. So all of these things in here are really about celebrating each other and, um, momentous occasions in our lives from, babies to weddings to getting your first job or getting there's a whole section in here on um, business thank yous that's great so if you don't know what to say or you know going to dinner or um, personal milestones there's you basically just open it up and you can use the thank you note and copy it exactly or use it to inspire yourself which is brilliant especially when you have something large like a graduation, a wedding, right. a baby shower, a funeral, yes. where you have a stack, mm-hmm. you know, you're faced with a stack of thank yeah. you cards. Mm-hmm. Um, this resource, it's a really a resource thank you. to just open it up and go, okay, I got money from grandma. Here's one for money. Right. And it's very eloquently written and you can shorten it. You can change it. You can let it inspire you to write something on your own or you can mm-hmm. just copy it verbatim. Exactly. And then you've got it. Yes. Um, a lot of people tell me that they just leave it on their desk. Yeah. And they, and so it's almost like I didn't write it. Because <laughs> I think to myself like, Why? did I write that? You really? did. It's fabulous. Well, you know, but it's like, I, I, I think to myself like, 
I really felt inspired. Yeah. Like I, I, it was a huge I deal. always prayed every single day that I worked on this book and um, always said, just please show me what you want me to say. So there's a lot of spiritual inspiration here and I hope it comes across, but. Well, I, I don't see how it couldn't come yeah. across. Um, Yay. I don't see how it, it could. Thank you. It's very, it's a very, it's, it's so well thought out. It's very well planned. It's easy to access what you need. Like you don't have to read the whole book to no. figure out what you need to do. Right. You need a baby shower. Thank you. note. right. You flip to the baby shower, pay thank you note. And there you go. Right. Um, I like to, for the wedding um, section, you have a list of like a checklist, like here's what you're going to need. Mm-hmm. Because hopefully most people have only have one wedding. So it's not right. something you've done before. Right. So that you can just go in and go, here's what I need. Boom, boom, boom. And I know you can sit down and write five or six a day. Um, that's another thing too. I find when I have those large stacks of, of things I have to get through. I have to piece it out over time. Yes, because it's overwhelming. That, and I get lazy Mm -hmm. and I become uninterested. I become totally disconnected from what is coming out of the pen. Mm -hmm. I just want to get it over with. Right. Well, that's not the point of a thank you note. Right. The point of a thank you note is to genuinely express gratitude for whatever you've received. And so if if you're writing with bitterness or anger then that's what they're going to receive in return is bitterness and anger. And I don't, I don't like that. So I always try to realistically say I can do like three today. Mm-hmm. I can maybe do one tomorrow two the next day. And a few days later, you'll have them all done. Right. Um, I don't know. It's absolutely <laughs> the best way to do it. Right. Because it is a lot. It is a lot. And if you, so one of the things I did for the weddings and the babies is if you, keep the, um, gift receipt, Mm -hmm. you know, how you get like a packing slip or Mm -hmm. you, you can tear off the, um, the return address. And I would just keep it on the table, you know, in like in a box. Mm -hmm. And then as soon as I wrote the thank you note, I would just, you know, put it over here into the other box. So that little by little I worked on it Mm -hmm. and it was an easy way to keep track. Mm, That's a good idea. So on, um, some of the big gift registries, they will, uh, show you the names and dresses of everybody that sent you a gift mm-hmm. and you can actually send them an electronic gift if you choose to, just to let them know. Right. But, um, everything's become very savvy, mm-hmm. you know, and, and very organized now, especially if you go like a digital route. Mm-hmm. So it makes it a lot easier to, um, thank people. Right. It's completely unacceptable not to thank somebody. Yes. So, well, now this is how I was raised. Tell me if this is right. If you give me a gift and I say thank you, I don't have to write you a thank you note because I was able to personally thank you. If you drop a gift at my doorstop, my doorstep, mm-hmm. and I've not seen you and I receive the gift, then I should write you a thank you note. Is that correct? So, so you know, I really think it depends on the situation. Um, if uh, now, obviously, if you gave me a brand new car and I personally said thank you, I'd probably also write you a thank and you sent note. you flowers, right? <laughs> Like, I think that, um, let's say you're at a birthday party and you open up all the gifts or a shower and you open up. Okay. So let's say you're at a wedding shower, Mm -hmm. right? Or a baby shower. If you're opening up all those gifts with the everybody and you're showing what you got, uh, you still have to send a thank you note. Right. Right. Yes. Um, if 
the rule always is you send a thank you note, period. Just no matter what. Uh, uh, no matter what. Interesting. So I think that if, um, you know, like if I gave you something and you said, oh, like we have a different kind of, we're like, good We're friends. Good friends yeah, we're good right? friends. Yeah. And so if I gave you something, I wouldn't necessarily expect you to send me a thank you note just because I feel like we're so close. And if I had come here for dinner or whatever- um, and I brought you a candle as a hostess gift. I would never have expected you to thank me for the candle because it's a hostess gift, right? Right. So I would always err on the side of caution and send a thank you note mm -hmm. to cover yourself. Right. And you decide in that moment what's appropriate. Right, right. Because it's better to to do it than not do it. Right. Okay. And you just never know yeah. when someone's like, oh my God, they didn't even say thank you. True. And you don't know why you're not friends with them anymore. That's very true. Yeah. yeah. Very true. Because even if you say thank you at that birthday party where mm -hmm. everyone's opening the gifts, there's a lot going on. They right. may forget mm -hmm. if you said thank you. Well, that's how I was always raised. So maybe I'll just change my policy. Yeah. And I remember I, Ava was like in preschool and I wrote the mom a thank you note for a gift that they gave us. And she said to me, you know, I can't believe you sent me a thank you note. Like, I don't even know how to do it. And I thought to myself, um, I didn't know what to say. Yeah. And I said, you know, it's really actually really easy. You, you should never feel intimidated by it. No. Because it's whatever you want it to be. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be, you know, super fancy. It could just be, you know, oh, I loved it. Thank you yeah. so much. Just heartfelt. Yeah. And, and a heart. Yeah, that's it. That's it. You know, I have two examples to illustrate your point. We took a family with us to a Rams game. They're not a family we're super close to um, as a whole family, but mm -hmm. close enough that mm -hmm. we wanted to share that event sure, with them. Of course. It was a family that had two sons, and the sons are super hardcore into the Rams. So we took them with us. And the two sons who are the oldest one is Isla's age, and the younger one is a couple years younger. So like 15 and mm -hmm. maybe 12, something like that. The 15-year-old wrote us a literal paragraph Aww. of this is what how amazing. I loved this. This was so special. I can't thank you enough. Just went on and on. The younger one, who's plenty old enough to be as expressive, drew three pictures that yeah. were RAM-related and said, thank you very much. And they meant the same. Of course. And I was like, mm -hmm. they both loved it so much. But they thanked us in two completely different ways. And how did you feel when you got it? Amazing. Right. And I felt like I was looking at a thank you letter from Georgia and a thank you letter from Isla because Isla would draw the picture and say, thank right. you very much. And Georgia would write four paragraphs. Right. And then how did that make you feel with these children? Oh, it was amazing. Right. And, yes. and you wanted to give to them again. Of course. Right. Yes. And They're that's the lovely. whole point. Yeah, the whole family. Right. We just adore their whole family. Right. And if you hadn't been thanked in with crayons and paper or whatever it was, you, you know, may not have felt the same, you know, joy. Um, you know, well, I'll tell it. you this. I would never have felt bad if they hadn't sent me a thank you gift, but I definitely felt special when I got it. For sure. Yes. Better said. Yes. yes. I, I don't ever begrudge anybody not sending. Right. But I do appreciate when I get one. Right. I really do. It's very special. My friend Sandy's daughter's never miss an opportunity to send a thank you note. Aww. They send thank you notes for everything. Aww. And some of them are just one line. 
but they send it for everything I ever give them or my kids give them. They send a thank you note. It's really lovely. It's a great thing to be taught. Right. By your parents. And again, it's not a fancy thing. No. It just comes back to being a good human being. Yeah. And being kind in the world. It's my credo in life is grace and gratitude. If you approach everything with grace and gratitude. That's great. You're good. I love that. That's my whole credo. That's all I live by. You know, Leanne. Grace and gratitude. I don't know. I'm hearing a book. (laughs) I think that's great. This is the book you're hearing. (laughs) No, I think that you got a book coming, Grace and Gratitude. I don't know. Uh, Maybe those are the names of my two next dogs. (laughs) No, but seriously, (laughs) I I think that you are so, you have so much to share. Oh, And you could really um, help people. In a unique way. Well, thank you. I feel like I do it on this <laughs> podcast. I think I, I feel like, you know, getting to the person I am today was a real journey. Mm-hmm. And it was not a, like a two-week journey. It was a long journey. But I really do live my life with grace and gratitude. I really do. Now, I don't think I did in high school. And I definitely didn't in my 20s. I had to figure that out. Just like we were talking about earlier with your kids, we have all this wisdom to share, but they have to figure that out. Definitely, yeah. You can give them a roadmap, but they still have to walk the path. Right. And until you climb that hill, you don't develop those muscles. You just can't. It's not possible. So I am super grateful for the person I am today, which means I have no choice but to be grateful for every single experience that brought me to here, even the really bad ones. Right. Because I have a lot of really bad ones. Mm -hmm. But all I could ever, at the end of my journey, not, not the end, but at this point in my journey with all of those negative things, all I can see of them really or all I choose to accept is the things that I'm grateful for. I choose to accept the negative that then turned me into the gratitude. There's a lot of negative, like a lot of physical stuff too that was very negative. But why would I want to attach to that? Right. I'd much rather attach to the gift. Right, because it doesn't define you. Right. And at a certain point, you know, I just thought, that doesn't own me anymore. You know what I want to own me? Grace and gratitude. I'm telling you. That's what I want to own This me. is This is amazing. <laughs> I feel so like inspired by that myself right now. I, I literally am going to walk out of here. <laughs> I feel so illuminated by that. Oh, thank you. I really do. Like, it's my catchphrase, man. You ask Bert Kreischer if he gets all down in the dumps. I go, what's the two words? Yeah, it's and really, gratitude. it's really um, special. It is. Thank you. Of course. Well, well, thank you for yeah. having us talk about this subject, which clearly is part of the way I live my life. Not a physical thank you note per se. Right. But the thank you note represents. Right. Gratitude mm-hmm. and grace, really. Right. You know, grace is a beautiful word. It means so many things. Yeah. Um, it means God. It means forgiveness. It means um, gentility. It means um, compassion and care and kindness. All those things wrap up into the word grace for me. 
And gratitude's the same. There's so many things that are wrapped up in that word. So those two words when have I, a lot of power. Have a lot of power. I named yes. Isla Isla Grace. Because, oh, I did not know that. Yeah, because of that word. I wanted that word in her life. Georgia May is May because both my grandmothers were May. Right. And I that wanted I that love yeah. in her life. I wanted her to have that love. And I wanted Isla Grace to have that kind of word. But just having that be your intention every day is so empowering. Like, I feel fierce right now. Well, it's clear. <laughs> Even you know what, what it say. is? For me, for me, labeling things, some people don't like to label things. Right. For me, a label gives me a laser focus. Right. There is it's really clear. Grace or gratitude. If you're not functioning, if what you're doing doesn't fit in there, you shouldn't be doing it. So for me, I have to have a very clear path. Um, I am so literal that my workout with my trainer, with Sandy, who's not literal, and he'll say to me, like, hop on one foot, and I got it, and she's, like, on her, on her arm. She's so and funny. I'm like, he said yeah. hop on one foot. There's nothing confusing about that. She's such a good spirit. Oh, the most amazing. Yeah, she really is. She's a gift from God. Yeah. She, as are you. Right, she's your tribe. Oh, she's thank you. Buddy, she's buddy. Yeah. She's my ride or die, that one, for sure. Yeah. But, um... But yeah, we we think about life so literally. She could probably have some esoteric saying that would encompass what she needs. That would never work for me. It has to be literal, or I don't I don't process it. So yeah. anyway, wow. <laughs> I am gonna go so... home and be like I'm exhausted. No, but I feel <laughs> so. You know, I think sometimes you. Look, I value you and I value what you say. And I'm so inspired by what you've done in your life. Right. And I think that people like sometimes God speaks through people. Oh, absolutely. And tells you what you need to hear the most. That's absolutely so I true. I feel like hearing those two words like, are so powerful. Like, because I, I am, I am like, you know, writing this book, this new book and, you know, um, Forgiveness, I don't want to keep going back to it, but it's like having having the grace and gratitude of all the, of these life experiences really does redirect you. You're really right. Does. Yeah. You know where it sends you? Mm-hmm. To freedom. Yeah, it really, really does. Those two words, yeah. the end result is total freedom. Mm-hmm. You have freedom from from everything, from wants, from needs, yeah. from ego, from mm-hmm. from uh, even not necessarily freedom from intention, but sort of freedom from intention. Right. It's real freedom. And my whole journey has been to get to happy and free, happy and free. So how do I get to happy and free every day? Grace and gratitude. See all my literal words? Girl. I have to be literal or gonna, I can't get there. I'm going to go down and get this, like, put put on my <laughs> arm so I look at it every day. No, I've, I've actually thought about having grace and gratitude tattooed on my arm because I, but I don't need it. I think about it we every day We need to anyway. get you a book deal. We <laughs> I don't have time to write but, a book. But, you know, like, I think that, that this book is not a book that you read cover to cover. No. This is a book that you go in and you um, this is get the information you need. Right. So Grace and Gratitude for, by Leanne Kreischer <laughs> is like nuggets of knowledge. The nuggets you of know? knowledge. Seriously. Well, we have so much alliteration. Grace and Gratitude <laughs> is nuggets of knowledge. You. 
like, you know, just like what what I learned. And I really think you should think about it. I'll think about it, lady. Yeah. I don't even know. I don't have time to like wind my clock. <laughs> I don't have time to do I know, anything but, at the moment. But, but down the line, for sure. These things come. They do. And, you know, I don't think. I I feel like I have a very uh, specific life. It's going to sound really weird, but, you know, I went to see a medium who, I don't know if she's a medium, actually. She called herself a healer. Mm-hmm. And in the healing, she only knew my first name. She uh, had no idea who I was and sat down with me and said, you chose your mother this life because mm. you needed it to be finished. And you're finished. You're done. You don't ever have to repeat it with her again. Wow. Oh, I got the chills and again. I... That's all I wanted to know. Yeah. Because I feel so very free of that entanglement. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel so free that I'm suspicious of the free. Does that make sense? Where I go, this can't be really what it feels like. I mean, there's something's <laughs> right. amiss here. Right. So I went to see her to get that answer. And literally she knew my first name. She had no idea what I needed, what I wanted. She sat down and that's the first thing she addressed. Wow. And I went, okay, this woman for one is the real deal. And for two, I'm so grateful because I feel like for whatever reason, I figured out how to uh, unmesh myself in this lifetime with this person that I chose clearly, I guess, on some plane to be with, Mm -hmm. um, I chose, she said, I chose to be with my mom again to heal it and to be done. Um, and I believe that's true. And I do so too. I don't believe that I can have all of this growth and um, kind of, I feel very braggy. I don't mean it braggy, but I, I do find I have a lot of wisdom, but not from being this wise person, but from being someone who's worked super right. hard. And the experience of coming out the other side. I've just worked my ass off right. to be wise, to try and be wise. Clearly, there are wiser people on the planet and more learned and knowledgeable people, mm-hmm. of course. But it it can't be just for me, you know. It's got to be for my kids, right? To for share my husband, others, right? For anybody who listens to my podcast, mm-hmm. I hope no one ever thinks I'm an arrogant or pretentious about that. No. I just feel like I've found all these. I feel like I found the magic seashell and I want to go, see the seashell? Right. Let's look at the seashell together. Let me tell you what I learned about the seashell. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I totally do. That's what it means to me is that if you find some piece of knowledge, then you should share it. You should not hoard it or keep on, you know, keep it just for yourself. Mm-hmm. It should be shared so that other people can find thrive. their own yeah. journey. Right. And thrive in their and lives. Thrive. And thrive. Right. And I think that people just don't know how to energetically let go of someone that's caused some harm. And um, the only way through that fire is to, to get the information and the tools and, and seek, you know, therapy or mm-hmm. whatever it is that, you know, it's not like your feelings are a light switch. You know, no, you can't just shut them off. No, it takes you have to want it to be better. You have to want. And that's what how you really are. Mm -hmm. You always want to like I can always see you like scanning your mind and thinking like, 
how can I be better? How can I understand this? How can we do this right? Mm -hmm. You know, like, um, and that's what creates change. That's right. So you have to do the work. You have to, and you have to want the work. Right. And I always say like, you know, when you'd see someone on the cover of a magazine who looks so beautiful Mm -hmm. and I would look at at my, my girls and I'd say, um, that girl's going to the gym. <laughs> you know, she's right? working. Yeah. She's working. She didn't wake up that way. That ain't for free. Right. No. And so you, you have to you have to want it. So, you know, you, you you bring it back to the the person living on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. You know, it all goes back to, I mean, of course everyone's situation is different in life, but saying, hey, I want to make a change. Yeah. I am so grateful that I'm living. Mm-hmm. That's where we start. I'm so grateful for my breath mm-hmm. and um, help me. Yeah. Show me. And help me. Right. And I want it. Right. Give it to me. I want right. it. And that's what you, you can pick up a sledgehammer. You can make it happen. You do that. Yes. Hey, I want a new pantry or I want a new storage unit or you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like a box or, and you actually make it happen. You don't sit around and wait for someone to tap you on the shoulder and, we don't have fairy godmothers. No, they don't. It's exist. all hard work yep. and life is what you put into it. That's right. And happy yeah. is what you make it. Right. And happy. You know what? I was super happy living in a trailer with my dad. Right. Super happy. I'd, right. I'd be happy now if that's where we lived. Right. Because happy is what you make it. Right. And you have a roof over your head. Yes, and exactly. He loves you. Yes. And it, you, you'd be so much happier with someone who loves and adores and honors you than living in a huge house and, you know, being miserable. Yeah. And not being with someone who loves and adores and honors you. Yes. Right. Yes. That's right. So deep thoughts with Leanne and Kelly. Grace and gratitude. (laughs) Grace and gratitude. That's my credo. I love those two words. Gosh, Leanne, I'm so honored that <laughs> I got to learn so much from you today. <laughs> Same here. Yay. I love your book. And and besides all that we've said, it's really pretty. I think they did such a beautiful you know, job. I was so... It's really happy. Yes, I think so too. I was really... Um, it makes you want to pick it up. Yes. And this is the third edition of this book. Really? Yes. And so I'm just... It's really thrilled. pretty. Thank you so much, Leanne. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. I'm so happy for you. you. Where can people buy the book? So this is available on um, all ma- at all ma- major retailers, Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Target. Uh, where else? Uh, if, like it's all on my website. If everybody goes to my website, they can. What's your website? It's Kelly Brown with an E dot net. And um, yeah, it's everywhere. I'm very excited. You should be. Yeah. You should be. Well, I, I can't wait for the forgiveness book. Oh my God. Why? I got to walk that line, you know? So it's it's uh, exciting. I'm very excited about it because I feel like the information in that book um, is going to help people in right. such a unique way. But I have to be able to uh, experience it myself. Yeah. And I think... In our life, we have moments that, oh, wow, I don't, didn't think about that time in fifth grade, you know, that someone said that to me and mm-hmm. that still hurts my feelings, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so it's definitely made me think about things that have happened in my life and how I hold it, mm-hmm. how I choose to hold mm-hmm. it 
And like, let's say I see that person again in the market or at this, at the mall or whatever, mm -hmm. am I going to give them the stink eye? Mm -hmm. Right. Cause that's harnessing heavy energy towards that person. Um, or am I going to say, Hey, with no attitude and no grudge. Right. Right. Grace and gratitude. Grace and gratitude, Leanne. Yeah, yeah. Girl, you got it going on now. <laughs> it's so fun. Well, I'm looking forward to forgiveness because forgiveness is is so powerful. Yeah. It's just cleansing and powerful. And you get to take all your power that you gave to someone else back. Yes. That's what forgiveness does is you go, I'll take that back, please. Right. And I'll take that back, please. Didn't even realize you were holding all these handbags for me, but I'll take all my handbags back. That is back. so funny. <laughs> it's, but true, it's true, right? It's exactly true. It's so true. Like every incident is like a handbag. And you go oh my and you gosh. hold that for me. And the, what you realize yes. when you go through forgiveness is they don't even know they're holding the bag. They're not even really holding the bag. Right. But that is so funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Um, the other thing that is going to be in this book is how to find forgiveness with people that have passed away, That's you know, good. on either side. Mm -hmm. And um, there's a, a book that was written by Desmond Tutu and his daughter about apartheid and how you find forgiveness for things that are of that scale. Mm. And one of the things that um, he talked about is carrying a stone, like a stone can I pick this up? Yeah. Okay. So like you carry a stone all day with you, right? And you're the one who's carrying this burden with you. And at the end of the day, you put it down and you think to yourself, you think to yourself, okay, well, how did that serve me all day by carrying it around? Right. Like we're carrying these things of, you know, something's ridiculous that someone said to us or you know, something foolish that someone did or, or really something tragic. Mm -hmm. And it's not doing us any good, but making us not feel good. That's right. So I hope that the information, these nuggets of knowledge mm -hmm. in the new book yeah, will help change people's lives as, as much sure as will. this one. Has. It will. Yeah. One thing I would like to request, you may already have it, is to talk about forgiveness of self. Yes. I'm sure you already have that. Yes. It's um, a whole chapter. Yeah. So just like in, in the, this book at the very end, I thought it was so important to include, um, uh, self-care practice Oh yeah, yeah. for gratitude. Right. Mm -hmm. And things you can do like, um, like when you're jealous of someone else, that's an absence of gratitude mm -hmm. and how you can use jealousy to inspire you. Oh, okay. Towards, well, like if you're, if you're jealous of, of someone's, you know, material, uh, new car sessions or whatever, or how yeah. they look or whatever, like, you know, that should be, um, looked at as, uh, as inspiration to what you need, the work you need to do. Right. It's right? a flag. Right. It's a flag. Yeah. It's a virtual mirror for yourself. Right. That's interesting. Yeah. I like that. So anywhere you're jealous or envious, you can go, hold on. What's that mean? Right. In a deeper level. Right. I don't ever feel jealous of anybody. I've never, I, I was never. No, I've never been jealous. Yeah. I've never, ever felt that way. Not really, no. Um, so I just think that it's really important to pay attention to those feelings and be mindful mm -hmm. of how we feel. Right. 
So jealousy, I think, is another one of those emotions that puts you outside yourself. So that that when you stop, when you address jealousy, you're forced to look inside yourself, right? Like instead of saying, like like what I was saying earlier, at a certain age, I no longer get to blame my mother for my choices. Right. So <clears throat> jealous, I think, goes in that same category where you're so busy looking at what you're jealous at, mm-hmm. you're not sweeping your own front porch, you know? You're not taking care of your own business because you're, you're... Exactly. Yeah. You're blaming... Exactly. It's still kind of the same. Right. So how do we say this? Um you're looking for other, uh, instead of minding what's, I'm sorry, what's under your roof mm-hmm. and yourself, you're looking at other things to blame. You're looking at other reasons and instead of saying, okay, what do I need to do to, to get back on track here? You're not running your own race. Right. Exactly. You're running somebody else's race. Right. And you run your own race. Right. And I think that like, when you look at, there's so many, like, you can always get out of your situation. Mm-hmm. You can, you, there's tools online, there's abuse hotlines, there's all kinds of, of support groups. If you choose to take advantage of that information, mm-hmm. you could just Google like how, you know, if you're having trouble with uh, your, your finances or whatever, there's lots of ways you can access that information to change your situation. Mm-hmm. It, it's not going to happen overnight. Nope. And it's like the lady on the cover yeah. of the magazine. Right. It's work. It's work. It's not magic. Right. But the time is going to pass anyway. Mm-hmm. So if you take a minute to step towards your goal every single day, mm-hmm. then you've created change. That's right. So that's really, really important to remember. Yes, it is really important that uh, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results is the definition of insanity. So if you're in a situation that you'd Mm -hmm. like to get out of, even if it's just a bad roommate, right? you know, then, and you don't look for a new roommate, well, guess what? You're not going to get one. It's not just going to show up. Right. And and if you just continue to complain about it and harbor all this heavy energy towards yourself and, oh, how how sad your situation is and watering your scars, it's not ever going to change. No. Until they, and then they're going to move out and say that you were the bad guy. Yeah, totally. You know? So it's absolutely true. I have learned so much today being with you. Oh, I have too. I, I always learn a lot such, with you, Kelly. Oh we have a great friendship, I think. <laughs> oh my gosh. We yes. do. I think we so. We have a good deep friendship. Yes. Yeah. And I just barely know you. Not really. I mean, I haven't known you for years and years is what I mean. Right. I've known you for what? Three? Four? End of freshman years when we yes. met? Yes. Winter dance, so. freshman year. For I think so. Georgia. Yeah. And oh yeah. Ava. Well, it's been four years that I've known you. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. But that's not like forever. Yeah. No. In but the grand scheme of our life. I think you're awesome. Same to you. I do. I think you're so real. And you don't find women like that very often in your life that are so genuine and filled with grace and gratitude. Well, you know, <laughs> it's a waste of time to be anybody other than yourself. And if you try to be someone other than yourself, then you don't love yourself. Right. You don't accept yourself and you don't love yourself. Mm-hmm. And isn't that the whole goal? No one can love you until you love yourself. Right. No one. It's a very hard thing to do. I think especially as a mom, because we give it away. Mm-hmm. You know, we give away all of our time and energy and um, the tank is empty at the end of the day. 
Well, I so. didn't say I cared for myself. Yeah. <laughs> I just said well, I love myself. <laughs> right. <laughs> Those right. are two totally different issues. Right. I don't care for myself right. as much as I should. Well, I'm trying to get better at that. So I'm trying. I, you know, I staunchly never miss my trainer or my therapist. Mm-hmm. Those are my two deal breakers. Anything other than that, I can put aside. And I shouldn't. Some of it I should not. Right. And my health care. Obviously, I get my mammogram. Right. Which I, all that stuff. Right. But I mean, like on a regular ongoing basis, I wish I could say the same about how I feed my body because mm-hmm. sometimes I just feed my body junk. Right. Because I'm lazy and I'm indulgent and I'm tired and I'm stressed and right. put the adjective in. Right. It's just not a place where I care for myself very well. Yeah. We need to change that. Really. I'm I trying know. to be more mindful of that too, because as you get older, you know, eating that, I love French fries. Lord, come sit with me. I so love do I. French fries. Me too. In every way, shape and form. Oh yeah. The saltier, the better. Oh, I haven't you know, met one I didn't like that, yet. That and ranch dressing. Amen. They are married. I love them <laughs> together. They and... could be separate or together. <laughs> I'll know. take them either oh way. Oh my God. So yeah, so they're probably not the best for my waistline, no. but um, yeah, I'm definitely trying to be more mindful of making more uh, thoughtful and mindful decisions about what I put in my mouth. Yeah. So my I'm body. failing. I'm just failing. Oh. Although, although I have a couple of podcast sponsors that are healthy food that I have just started. What are they? Daily. daily Harvest is one. Love. I do too. Love. Because you can just take that cup and dump it in uh-huh. your blender. Add put in milk. your favorite nut milk. Yep. Or like, I, today I used... Um, coconut light coconut milk you did and it gave it like such a lovely texture nice. but it just made it like so convenient for me to take care of myself totally and i didn't have to like figure it out with the vegetables and it was quick and i just walked out the door and came here yeah what else what um, else hello fresh is another one hello fresh i love hello fresh because everything is fresh and it's easy and it's it's relatively healthy i mean should i be eating pasta well, should's a big word, but I love pasta. So at least if I'm going to make it with right. something like HelloFresh, then right. it's going to be fresh ingredients and healthy, as healthy as pasta can be for a 52-year-old woman. <laughs> but on the other side of all of this is it's all portioned. It is. And it makes it easier for us to take care of ourselves because everything's delivered. Yep. Everything is healthy for your family. Yep. And um, you still have the act of following the recipe and putting it all together. Mm-hmm. So I feel good about that because then when I'm serving dinner to my family, you know, I feel like, oh, my love is all still in it. Oh, totally. You know what I mean? Yes, so, I do. And it just makes it easier for me. Mm-hmm. So I love HelloFresh. Oh, yeah, I'm I do a too. Huge yeah. component of that. Just to take that thing off my list. What's for dinner? Uh, that question is oh off gosh. the list. And I'm like, Thank you. For sure. Thank you. Because I've spent hours trying to figure it out at the market, not having my recipe. No. And thinking, oh my goodness, how am I going to do this? I tell you how I do it. I go home and order something. (laughs) I'm like, I'm just going to order something. Right. And then, you know, that's never always great. No, I know. So what else? What else? I don't know what else off the top of my head. I see this liquid death over here. Well, liquid death, you know, um, they're kind of a, they're kind of a, I don't know what to call them. We, we, um. We like this company a lot. I don't know. I don't know what I can say about that. So, oh, let me look. Can I look at it? You can have it. That's for oh, you. It's just it water. Is for me? Yeah, it's just water. Oh, it's water. It's Mountain Spring water. It's the best water ever. 
So oh, here's nice. the story with liquid death. I thought it had caffeine in and it. And it just dribbled all over my shirt. Um, no, it's just water. Bert was complaining one day that he felt like the reason he didn't drink water was the delivery method. Mm-hmm. He did not want a plastic bottle. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want the, the big 32 mm-hmm. ounce cup with a straw. He wants to feel like he's chugging a beer. Right. So this oh. company reached out and went, we have water. That's exactly the reason we have water in a can so that you feel like you're chugging a beer. Right. And he, they sent us a case and Bert was like, that is, that's how I'm drinking water from now on. This is smart. Also, this isn't just ordinary water. This is water from the Alps. Mm-hmm. And so that means it probably has amazing minerals and it probably means that it also it doesn't have any toxins any in it. junk no junk. right i love it i drink it all day yeah and oh really uh-huh. let's, let's try it you give it a shot mm. i taste like i'm in the alps <laughs> and I, you're chugging a beer i don't taste like i that's what it tastes <laughs> like right and murder your thirst i love murder it your thirst well they wanted to they were really smart they wanted to get in like live nation venues so that oh yeah when you go to a For concert sure. and you want to drink water but not Definitely. look like the lame that's drinking water you look like you're drinking a beer. Oh my gosh. That How brilliant. Is brilliant. That is hilarious. And so I think. That's, and you look edgy. You look like you're drinking you look a beer. Because you've got the skull on Do you there. know how many people I'm drinking this in the car and people will be like, <laughs> she's driving and drinking that. That's hilarious. Isn't it? Yes. I love. I will definitely take some of these home. That's the story. That's the story. Morning Murder glory. your thirst. Murder your yeah. thirst. It's good work. With too. grace and gratitude. With grace and gratitude. Well, I am very grateful that you came today. Oh, my goodness. And that you shared the book. Um, thank you. With me and with everybody who's listening. 101 Yay. ways to say thank you. Yay. Or 101 ways to say thank you for kids and teens. Yes. Those are your two books. Yep. And you are an amazing human being. Oh, my gosh. You are. And the gifts you've given the world, just as who you are. Thank you. Is really important. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you for sharing yourself today. I love you, Kelly. I love you. you. (laughs) You got a brand new.